Well. Dang snowy night where I am. Is it? I yeah. that see that gets me excited because where I am it is a dang rainy night and like five degrees Celsius, which what does that work out to? Hang on. Hang on. I could never ever listen. You're I, in the you're in the right unit of measurement to begin with. We don't use Fahrenheit. I know. Here. So it's forty one Fahrenheit, <laughs> which makes let, let the Americans figure out the conversion. You stick which, with what you're supposed to be using. <laughs> which which listen, I you know, I'm all for other you know, unit world whatevers and I use I'll be honest, with the exception of like Kalam I, I use a mix of metric and imperial right At, as someone who is occasionally builds things in canada and does not work in contract for the government i build things in imperial right it's a foot yeah. it's a couple of inches it's whatever um i don't know if you know this or, or the listener knows this but actually in canada if you are building a government building all of the plans come to you in metric because Canada is just like, they're just dying on that hill. They're just like digging in and they're like, no, no. How many meters is this building? And it's like, I don't, well, I, I mean, not a clue. It's not us that's dying on the hill. It's the states. Because in terms of the global, who uses which system globally. More people use the metric now. Yeah. Yes. A lot more. Like 90% of the world uses but, metric. But inches and feet just make more sense to me than centimeters and meters do yeah well my now, boss now, now that i'm a mutual friend i once had a conversation with him he used to be a cabinet maker right and uh, sure he he once explained to me like oh no no actually like even though the conversions aren't as simple as like a millimeter to a meter to right uh, you know what i mean like even though the those conversions aren't are are easier than feet to in, inches to feet to um in in just the way that some of the the measurements that you use or something like that in woodworking it is actually more beneficial to use inches and feet yeah yeah which is, it's just I don't know. you know I, <laughs> he's a smart guy i trust him sometimes yeah <laughs> i think he knows what he's talking about the big thing anyway. is that you don't have you don't have like you know when once you get down to inches you're talking about like an eighth of an inch. You don't have yeah. millimeters to fall back on. Yeah. Fra fractions kind of are, make a little more sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's also, but weird I'm excited. We're I'm ex recording at night. It, we are recording <laughs> at night, but, it, uh, but I, either way, like I, I was, I'm excited because I am headed up your way in a couple of days. Yeah. We're going to see each other at we'll least party. once. It sounds like probably twice. If we get a little alien action going, and so it is exciting to me that there's going to be snow on a certain upcoming holiday because I've, yeah. I've only seen snow once down here so far and I've, I was getting a little nervous about a green Christmas and I just don't, you know? Yeah. And I don't know if that's a thing for other seasonal holidays. Right? Like, is it like, uh, I'll, you know, uh, it's a, it's, yeah, we had a green Hanukkah this year. Like, I don't know if that's a thing. I don't know if, <laughs> if, if people get, and maybe they do, right? I mean, probably not 
in the homeland of that religion because I don't know that there's a lot of snow in the Middle East, typically. <laughs> but, you know, if you're, like a Can- <laughs> if you're like a Jewish Canadian, then maybe, yeah. And maybe you're like, oh, man, like I was really hoping for snow for Hanukkah this year. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, hello and welcome to the Movie Men podcast. Uh, yes, uh, we are the B-Time. And not only are we here for a news episode, we are here for the last news episode of 2023. Happy friggin' New Year. Yeah, yeah. Technically, technically, there are, you know, there's another week after this week. Um, but, yeah, we take a little bit of time off. We're gonna going to drink on vacation. Some, drink some eggnog and... <clears throat> Technically, I'm already on vacation. Yeah, I know. I sent you an email earlier, and your email was like, ha fat chance. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, Autoresponder, okay. baby. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you're so Brady. I'm, 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 my name's Brady. Yeah. And, you and your name? My name's Carl. Your name's Carl. Yeah. Uh, I'm hoping, listen, I have a secret hope. And I don't know if you're going to be... Yeah, a wish. We'll call it a Christmas wish. A dream. And I don't know that you're going to be able to deliver. Uh-oh. Maybe you will. Maybe you'll surprise me. Maybe you'll have had this this foresight. But I'm hoping that the three options that you're going to give me for a topic to choose from, to hear about, to learn from your sanctum of knowledge will be somewhat festively themed. Now... I'm guessing not. I'm not. No, I'm. I'm. No, I'm. Not. Yeah. Yeah. See. Sorry. See. That apparently, See? tech engineers, science, and crazy stuff that happens in the world doesn't care about Christmas. Like, <laughs> can you even imagine what NASA could do with tinsel? Like, I, it, well, I'm talking like next level. <laughs> you know, it's just yeah. it's it's disappointing. Did that you ever messes with all the instruments on the space station? Was your family ever a tinsel family? Do you ever have tinsel on your Christmas tree? I mean, not the loose tinsel that some people right, this put on. Stringy but awful like shit that never looks good. The string of tinsel that you wrap up easily and it doesn't. It was like get garland. Everywhere. Yeah, like the uh, yeah, yeah, like those long. Yeah, yeah. I would I would call that like garland. But yeah, yeah. yeah. And never right. the loose stuff. That that would be a pain. To it's up. just like, and you have to throw it. I, I imagine you have to throw it all out each year, right? Because it's like, and, and and I feel like the only way that you could make it look good would be like strand by strand. Because <laughs> it's just, just like. Just imagine some rich dude paying his butler to put away the Christmas tree and the butler just like meticulously draping individual strands over a stick to store them to store them all right master wayne the tinsel's all cleaned up it took you me four anything months else but here it is yeah yeah time to get out the easter decorations yes all right sir hit me with my three options i am excited nonetheless all right good because these aren't great it's been it was a pretty slow week and oh. there, there are apparently they don't celebrate Christmas, but they go on, on Mars break. <laughs> yeah. On Mars. There's all right. No festivities um, happening in outer space. All right. Uh, it, first, first option 
mm. is is uh, AI mind reading. Oh, I don't like that. The second one is uh, looking at the stars and and Mercury in Mercury. Wait, what? That's what I said. Looking at the stars in Mercury. Looking at looking at the stars and Mercury. Oh, and Mercury. Mercury. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, and then the last one. Uh, I'm just going to read the first sentence of the article. Man suspected of eating tomato reportedly lost was recently exonerated. A tale that garnered the interest of many around the world. Oh, I got to do. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so there's there's scary, freaky AI stuff that just freaks me out. There's always AI stuff these days. AI there's, is to- crazy. there's topic number two that not only grammatically doesn't make any sense. Uh, sure it does. <clears throat> Yeah, I don't. Yeah, Um, but here's the thing. I listen. I don't like tomatoes. Oh, I love me some ketchup. I I like salsa, provided that it's not like stupid chunky. And you don't have to dance. And I like you know pasta sauce, (laughs) pizza sauce, stuff like that. I just like just just tomatoes i just toasted tomato sandwiches not your thing no god no no on a burger on a pizza maybe i would put a a nice piece of tomato on a burger over ketchup i won't pick tomatoes off a pizza but i won't be excited about it Hmm. like like it'll kind of be don't focus on the tomato taste is is i know what what i'm buying for the party on saturday ketchup or just straight tomatoes on a pizza Oh God, no, no, don't do it. Um, I will say, and this is, this is a 20 second tangent. Um, I threw a work party back in July, right? Just like a summer, you know, work party for the people who work under me. And the owner of the company was there is kind of, you know, you get to make, make an appearance, right? keep up appearances and blah, 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 and congratulate everyone on all their hard work and stuff like that. Sure. And and he offered to buy pizza for the party. He says, I, you know what? I'll take care of the food. I'll buy pizza. And I'm like, great. And my assumption when somebody says, I'll buy pizza is one of two things. Either A, he's going to ask around what everyone likes on their pizza, which is asinine when you have more than <laughs> like three people. Well, because you, you just, you can't keep, if you're ordering, you're you not just please can't keep everybody. everyone happy. No. And so- then what you do is you get, you know, maybe a pepperoni pizza, maybe a meat lover's pizza, maybe like a Canadian pizza, which is like mushrooms and and bacon and and uh, pepperoni and stuff like that. Um, and, and then maybe like if you're aware that there's a vegetarian in the group, you get like just a straight up cheese pizza or, or whatever. Right. The man orders four pizzas rightfully doesn't ask anyone what they like because again there was like eight of us so it doesn't matter yeah ridiculous all four pizzas are hawaiian (laughs) and and listen and i like hawaiian pizzas so that was a win for me i was like okay this is fantastic but also i was just like how cocky do you need to be and i say this affectionately how how just like what a bold statement one of the most divisive food arguments out there, pineapple on pizza. And the man was just like, hey, pizza for eight? All right. 
four by four Hawaiian pizzas. This is amazing. It's absolutely hilarious. Uh, I'm going to go with the tomato thing. Okay. I'm going to go with the tomato thing. All right. Even though uh, I don't think that a man who eats a tomato should be exonerated, he should be put to <laughs> death, but it's fine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so breaking down the other two real quick. University of Technology in Sydney. They came up with a way for uh, you put like this EEG thingy on your head and using an AI component, uh, they can read your thoughts. You know, there was just something so, the other day so about like if you have trouble speaking or whatever. You yeah. plop this on and it, uh, yeah, you can talk to people. I think I saw something about this this afternoon. I watched like a short little video about a woman who had like had a stroke or something. And so her speech was paralyzed and it was like this implant that was like screwed into her skull and she hooked up to this computer and she could just like mm. think. This wasn't an would, implant thing. This is like, uh, wearing, okay. It's like a rugby cap. They've got on so with a bunch of wires. So the one I but. saw is, is they, they measure your brain, like they're reading brainwaves, right? But what yeah, they're reading the and interpreting, what they're reading and interpreting are the signals that your even though your mouth isn't functioning, the signals that you're sending to your mouth about <sighs> mouth movements. And that's how they know what it is that you're trying to say, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The other one, uh, the International Liquid Mirror Telescope. Uh, it uses oh, in, with mercury. mercury. Okay. Okay. Instead of <sighs> glass to create mirrors to look at the stars. You bastard. You know, you know damn well <laughs> that when you start a topic out about outer space and then you name drop Mercury being one of the near planets, that I nobody said, is thinking the shiny liquid metal. I said you could look at Mercury and Mercury. <laughs> right. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> Idiot. That's good, though. It's good that we, because we've basically stomped, and I mean, maybe there's some, like, computer manufacturing or some sort of, like, like scientific stuff where Mercury is still being used regularly. But we've, like, as far as consumer products go, we've, like, backed right off of Mercury. Yeah. Well, it's it's not super, it's not a super healthy thing. You shouldn't drink it. No. Sure. Yeah. Um, no. But yeah. it like, it's, it's a really cool liquid and it's like super shiny. So reflective. So this is, this is like, they're, and it's, it's liquid mercury. They're not, it's not solid. They haven't solidified it in any way. It's not an actual mirror or a piece of glass. Right. So I, I, I thought it was kind of cool. Anyway, moving on. Yes. Tomatoes. So, this NASA astronaut named Frank Rubio, mm -hmm. uh, he, a couple, about a year ago, uh, he was on the International Space Station and he was in charge of like one of his, the, the sciencey thing he was doing on there was he was in charge of what the, they dubbed the X Roots experiment, which is some hydroponics testing. Uh, and they were growing tomatoes as well as a few other fruits and vegetables. And uh, two of the 
two of his tomatoes went missing and it was a, apparently a big joke that he ate them <laughs> and of course he he didn't and he said he didn't but i mean everyone was joking and yeah and uh but they turned up on the space station uh let's see this article is as uh, december 17th so recently and uh yeah they're like all dried out and kind of desiccated but there's like no fungal growth or anything on them. They're like not decomposing. They're just dried out. So, yeah, there's not really anything sciencey to take away from it, really, in terms of like scientific advancement. Just kind of a funny thing that happened. That he's he's yeah he's quote unquote exonerated from having eaten these two tomatoes <laughs> because he didn't. I mean. Yeah, and it seemed to me at least it would be a very very easy defense because yeah. you just simply say god no why would I eat tomatoes? Right? Like it's just I, at least for me I would just be like wow <laughs> tomatoes are disgusting and that's my defense. It's like I didn't eat them. That's yeah. yeah. I mean, a big part of me not liking tomatoes I think is like the te- I don't like the texture of them. Mm. And so maybe dried out tomatoes would be different. I've had dried out tomatoes. They're good. Yeah. My, my, but you also like we, regular tomatoes. We de- so that's we not. We dehydrated a bunch of tomatoes last summer, last end of last summer, and kind of turned them into almost like chips. And they were, they were pretty acidic, but they were, they were, they, I thought they were kind of good if you get past the acidity of them. But yeah. Anyway, the, the, the really the one funny thing about this article that I thought was good was uh, there's this one paragraph that says <clears throat> in the micro microgravity of the space station the tomatoes resurfaced eight months later merely shaken and a bit squished but with no visible signs of microbial or fungal growth whatsoever the astronauts were however forbidden from eating the fruits to avoid any risk of potential fun. Uh, fungal contamination. I, th- I thought it was just funny that, okay, don't eat, you're not allowed to eat it. <laughs> yeah. Part of that is like, well, yeah, it's been, who knows where it's been, but at the same time, it's a pretty, I would imagine the space station, even though it's kind of pretty cramped quarters, is pretty hygienic, like, to, to, in terms of keeping the experiments and, every, and everybody healthy and safe and of contaminations so i assumed that they would be healthy to eat they just <laughs> they're being told not to eat them just in case because right. you know if you eat if somebody might uh, get tomato superpowers because of space tomatoes or something gross <laughs> all right so jumping into our actual topics and there's actually a off the top topic here that just popped up in my in my news feed uh, well, we're going to do it instead of waiting two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it just popped up and it's worth talking about. So if you remember, <clears throat> it don't. was a year ago or so that we heard about the film Pooh, Blood and Honey coming, which was a, oh, a yes. horror rendition of Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. And it's that funny, happened. My my boy just started getting into Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> oh yeah? yeah, yeah. I'd maybe wait a couple of years before showing him 
this blood one, honey. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I've seen some trailers or snippets of it. Um, and and, and so that listen, it is, it's that happened, was able to happen because there is sort of a ticking clock on all things that are created all intellectual properties um there's a ticking clock before that becomes yeah you got a hundred years usually you have a hundred years before it becomes what's called public domain yeah right in which case anyone can use yeah you know yeah Pooh is a good example of that the wizard of oz is a great example Uh, a, a lego ran into this problem lego almost went bankrupt because of this Right about uh, it was it was late '90s, I think they they were struggling financially because the market was just flooded with bootlegger Legos. Yeah, yeah, that were, and then they they ended up creating um, partnerships with other IPs like Star Wars. Right, and that well skyrocketed them back up to the top. Anyway. Yeah, and a cop- and and it's also worth noting that a copyright. Only, my understanding of it is that a copyright only ever exists from the the property in which its conception was from. Right. So, for instance, you could create a character and 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 put it out there, and let's say the copyright is going to endure for 100 years. Well, you can't then say, yeah, but 30 years after the original, I made a sequel, and so that extended the copyright by 30 years. No, it doesn't work that way, right? So the copyright exists from the sort of inception or conception of the character. Well, Disney... Celebrating its 100th anniversary. And the first product that Disney put out as a company, as a corporation, was the very famous Steamboat Willie cartoon that we all know, right? Okay. Which was the introduction of one Mickey Mouse. Which means, in 2024, Mickey Mouse will become public domain. Which sounds crazy. It sounds crazy that the copyright for Mickey Mouse, as of next year, Hmm. won't belong to anybody. It will be public domain. Now, it's a little bit more complicated than the Winnie the Pooh situation um, because it says here that uh, while this copyright may be up, Disney still holds the trademark on Mickey as a corporate mascot and brand identifier. Yeah, a trademark is different. There's no... Right. There's no... There's no... um, expiry date on a trademark so furthermore creators will not be able to produce any work that deceptively fools consumers that their mickey is in any way affiliated with disney as the company and they will work to safeguard against consumer confusion uh caused by unauthorized uses of mickey and other iconic characters so basically 
you'll still be it 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 it's very similar to the Winnie the Pooh thing, right? You can make a Winnie the Pooh a Peter Pan. Peter Pan is public domain. You could go out right now, you and I could make and and fund and distribute a a Peter Pan movie. What we can't do is use any of the ideas or concepts or whatever introduced by the films that are like the 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 nineteen sixties or whatever it is Disney Peter Pan movie. So it's 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 sticky, it's complicated, but there are ways around it, and people who are smart and are wanting to make a Mickey Mouse thing movie horror film will be able to do so. But he's not going to be able to be, you know, he's, it's not the House of Mouse Mickey. It's just a murderous mouse named Mickey. And you right. can call you him Mickey Mouse. You go to the extreme like they did with Pooh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're just not allowed. Like, I don't think you're allowed to have. And I mean, characters like Donald and, and whoever else are, are still, like, their copyright's not up. So you can't include any of them. You can't have him visit the Magic Kingdom. You can't, right? Like, you can't make him... Disney's Mickey. Yeah. You can't have him standing on a, a boat, tugboat, whistling, shaking his booty. No, you wouldn't be able to use the Steamboat Willie song at all, obviously. Right. Yeah, definitely not. Um, but yeah, so there you go. Next year, Mickey Mouse no longer believes to anyone. Or believes, belongs believes. to anyone. I don't believe in him either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Okay, so... Moving on from that into our actual first planned topic for the day, a trailer has come out. Now, not only are we in the days of legacy sequels, well, we've talked about that many times, right? Where, you know, hey, there was this product that came out in the 80s or the 70s or the 90s or whatever. And there's been radio silence on this franchise for a very long time. But we're going to bring it back. And we're not, it's not a reboot, it's not a remake, it is the same cast, it is the same characters. We're just going to catch up, touch base with them, find out what they've been up to over the last 25, 30, 40 years, right? And there's been some hit and miss, but there has, don't get me wrong, there's been a lot of hit, right? Like, I really like the Ghostbusters Afterlife movie. Was it the mm -hmm. Ghostbusters movie that I would have made if I could have my dream Ghostbusters movie 30 years later? No. No, because I wanted just all the original cast as old man bitching and moaning about <laughs> yeah. how painful the job is now, right? But but I still like what we got. Um, it sounds like, even though this is a prequel, it's not, you know, whatever, every, not every person who's reviewing it, there's a lot. There is a surprising amount of really positive things coming about out about the Wonka movie right now a lot of people are saying it's super charming and it's really good so there's been there's been a lot of success there's also been some too little too late <laughs> right like why are you why why are you doing this right i'm hoping that the beetlejuice 2 film will be in the category of that was brilliant just because it's near and dear to me um but also now joining this category is Beverly Hills Cop. 
Yeah. Now, now, we're also in the Eddie Murphy renaissance, right? Where Eddie Murphy's back on the scene and drinking the same unicorn blood that Paul Rudd and <laughs> and Demi Moore and, you know, and whoever else is seemingly drinking because the man's 62. And, and I've watched this trailer three times now. And he doesn't look 62. <laughs> like, he does not. You know, the fact that, like, his partner, played by Judge Reinhold, is, is, has aged a little more time appropriately, kind of grounds it in a modern day setting. Uh, but, but he doesn't look, Eddie Murphy doesn't look that different than he did back in the old, like, since we got the last Beverly Hills Cop. Now, this is what I'll say. And it's a confession, but I think it's, I think it's just, I think I can justify it. I have never seen a Beverly Hills cop movie. The first one came out in 84, right? So eight years before I came out (laughs) and you know, yes, I've seen like, obviously Ghostbusters came out before me and and sound of music and stuff like that, but Ghostbusters is, is is a little more iconic and a little more in tune with you know it's like a geeky nerdy well, thing I mean, that I'm a little before more we into. really became friends. Your your the amount of action flicks that you had consumed was minimal. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't raised on them, yeah. right? And, and and that had a big thing to do with it. I just wasn't raised on them. I knew Terminator for sure. Had seen Terminator and. And stuff like that, but I just I wasn't you know wasn't raised on Rambo, wasn't raised on on any of those things, which is surprising because I'm pretty sure my pretty sure my mom really likes the first Rambo. Well, the first Rambo, I'm not sure. Great. Yeah, but I'm not sure. And it's not it's not even Rambo, right? What's it called? First Blood or something? It's Rambo First Blood. It's called Rambo. I don't think it is. I think it's just called First Blood. Uh-huh. I think the official title of it. I think Rambo was just, yeah, 1982. The oh, film's yeah. just First called Blood. First Blood. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was just a character that ended up, you know, becoming the franchise. But I've never seen a Beverly Hills Cop film. And normally, my response now would be, so, you know, I just, it's like, yeah, okay, great. It looks like, you know, the trailer looks fine. But I've never seen any of them. I'm not a Beverly Hills Cop fan, so it's just, I, I don't know. It's not for me. I've watched this trailer three times. And what this trailer has done is not only made me look at this and go, this looks really good. It looks really funny. Especially the scene at the end where they're all in the car. And, and he's like, you know, the one guy asks, like, how many people... <laughs> How many people are like angry with you or something? He's like, oh, nobody like, and no, yeah, nobody's really. And Judge Reinhold's like, eh, it's like 50 50. And Eddie Murphy's like, that many? And Judge Reinhold's like, at least. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, it looks funny to me. Yeah. And it has sparked me to now be interested in. I'm like, oh shit, I got to get on hey, this. You would, I've been, you would I've like been them. sleeping it's been on Beverly Hills. a long time since I've seen them. Yeah. But yeah, you would like them. I like I like the buddy cop films. I like the renegade cop films. I like Eddie Murphy. 
I, I, yeah, I, I think this is probably right up my alley. And so not only is this new Netflix Beverly Hills Cop trailer got me excited for the new Beverly Hills Cop movie, it has, I think, ignited an interest in an entire franchise. Um, Carl, you've seen the trailer. This is much more your type of, you, you know, like if, yeah, if someone were to ask me, like, do you know any Beverly Hills cop fans? I would say my dad, who I don't talk to and my friend, Carl, <laughs> right? Like that, those are <laughs> the people who I know who immediately I would say, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> um, you've seen this trailer. What are your thoughts? I, I think it looks like a fun action flick. <laughs> it, it's been yeah. a long time since I've seen, like I think I've only ever seen them once when I was younger, but uh, like watching this and kind of how the play between Eddie Murphy and the other characters and things he's saying and doing, it's like, oh yeah, I remember that from you know the kind of little callbacks, little member berries. And the song is there, of course. I know the yeah, song. I the know song, as soon as the, the song, song that- hits, it's like, oh, I've yeah. I remember that song. Yeah, a song that, admittedly, so. again, because I didn't grow up with Beverly Hills Cop, and I'm a child of the '90s, I was first introduced to this song because of Crazy Frog. Right, that the, the Axel F song is kind of what Crazy Frog <laughs> blew <laughs> up <laughs> with. <laughs> yeah, and then I later discovered, oh, Axel Axel Foley is actually a character's name from Beverly Hills Cop, and and that's what the song's from. But yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, I am looking forward to seeing if this is any good. All right. Well, it's Netflix, it's so maybe I'll get caught so, up, and then you and I, I can know. sit down and watch the new one together. Yeah, sure. Well, maybe we could rewatch all the other ones. Who knows? You'll be back in the area. Sure. Yes. Yes, you will be. Yes. All right. Sounds exciting. <laughs> all right, moving on. Um, you know... Anytime James Gunn is in any sort of creative position behind a film or, in this case, an entire franchise, like he is with the new DCU that's coming, the question is never, will Sean Gunn be in it? The question is, who is Sean Gunn going to play? Sean Gunn, of course, being James Gunn's brother. Um played what is the character's name they made up the character for guardians of the galaxy he's an original character for the guardian uh craglin yes craglin in the guardians of the galaxy movies he had of course voiced and did the performance capture for weasel in the new in james gunn's suicide squad movie uh they work they work well and closely together he likes to throw his brother some roles and it it never yeah. is like a pity there, role it's never there like may oh, or wish. may not be some nepotism going on in this sure thing. sure <laughs> but it's also never like you know i i've never had the reaction of god i wish he would just like start casting talent instead of casting his brother. Cause I think his brother's a funny guy. I think Sean Gunn's a, a funny guy. He's an actor. Yeah. Yeah. And I've liked him in the things that he shows up in. And he's well. usually, I mean, I don't know. I have to go look and see what else James Gunn has done that I've seen. Um, but in my mind, it's not usually major roles. He throws his brother in. 
No. I mean, Craiglin... He's not the leading guy. (laughs) No, Craiglin, I think, ended up becoming a bigger character than anyone anticipated he would be. Because people liked him and he... Because people liked him so much. Portraying him, yeah. Yeah, but it didn't start as as a large role. No. Um, And and so we've now gotten word that... Sean Gunn, of course, will be in the DCU. And he's going to be playing Maxwell Lord. Now, who the hell is Maxwell Lord, you might be asking. Well, <laughs> Carl, really? You don't know Maxwell Lord? So Maxwell I Lord. I don't know the DC universe that well. I I, I Googled it. He's some military advisor. Yeah, dude. so so Maxwell Lord, what I can tell you is, and I'm I'm I just want to double check this now because I'm worried that I'm I'm about to misspeak, but I'm 99.999. Yes, Maxwell Lord is the character that Pedro Pascal played in Wonder Woman 84. Okay. So we have seen him. Obviously, this well, is a, a different villain. version. It's a new He is a villain. Yes, Sean Gunn will be playing the villain Maxwell Lord. So, I don't know much about him from the comics. I really don't. The first time I was ever exposed to him was in Wonder Woman 1984, and I have very intentionally forgotten all of that movie. Um, And so, I don't, except there's like some weird possession, like Chris Pine possesses another man's body, and then him and Wonder Woman do the dirty in the sheets with a... (laughs) poor helpless person trapped in their body and like i don't it was so weird um but i uh, this is exciting to me i think it'll be fun to see james gunn play a villain or james gunn sean gunn play a villain um and like i said every time he's appeared on screen i've been happy with the results uh so i have no issues with this carl what are your thoughts you've already sort of alluded to the fact that you don't really know who maxwell lord is um turns out well, i kind of knew more than you did character in 84 it's a little bit clear but yeah i mean he's not i'm wondering if he was poorly represented in wonder woman <laughs> 1984 my, though yeah my biggest um for DC, my not, a lot of my knowledge base comes from what I've seen from their TV shows and their uh, animated movies, uh, which are right. fantastic, all fantastically done usually. Yeah. Um, and this character is not a prime character in any of that. I'm sure he's got like bit parts and some, maybe like an episode here or there of like Justice League and Justice League of America and stuff like that, but but as is James Gunn's way. He's forgettable. Right? As <laughs> guess, is as a, James as a, Gunn's as way. As a character, not as a but I'm sure it, it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited for this. I, I'm, I, I'm not I'm not worried about his brother about Sean not being a good fit for this. I mean, yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Now, a series that neither of us have been, this a- was happening. <laughs> what the echo series? Yeah, you did. Oh, wait, what is that? The next one? Oh, yeah. No. Okay. Sorry. I, a series, I ahead. a series that neither of us, Neither of us 
have been excited for, but I have played devil's advocate. I have said, you know what? Maybe it'll be the best thing that M- the, that the MCU has put out television show wise. Maybe it'll be fantastic. You know, we just don't know yet, right? Obviously, there's a reason they're making it, and and let's try to give it the benefit of the doubt. You, on the other hand, have been very much in the camp of poo-pooing this project kind of from day one. <laughs> like, you're just like, I I don't know why they're making this. I don't want to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get, I, I understand that. I understand that sentiment. I don't know why they're making it. I'm a little more interested to watch it, I think, than, than you were um, or have been. I've been a little more interested historically than you have been. Um, and... And we talked a little while ago about a trailer that came out. And usually, we just cover the first trailer for something, right? It's sort of an unspoken agreement that you and I have, because you're like, I don't, you spoil everything. And I don't, uh, right? Yeah. And yeah. and Mar- so the agreement that we have is, yeah, the agreement that we have is like, there are trailers these days. we'll watch, we'll talk about the teaser, and we'll talk about the first full trailer, and then after that, <laughs> I'll let you live in ignorant bliss. Today was an exception. And the reason why today was an exception was two reasons. One is this trailer is kind of a big deal. And two, you don't care about this project anyway, so what flipping difference does it make? Now, Echo dropped a new trailer, a trailer that they're calling the Rampage trailer. And I don't know how to put this into words, other than what if it almost feels like a different show than anything that we have seen for this show up until now like it almost is just like is this an alternate version of the show like i don't understand this is listen this is not only violent it's graphically violent. It is blood silk fists after punching someone repeatedly in the head. It is snapping someone's neck. It is it is aggressive. And it's a fun style of fighting, like almost like a Kingsman, like kick the chair unreasonably across the room and take a guy out with it. Kind of fun choreographed fighting. And I gotta tell you. This trailer took my excitement level. Like, when's the last time you saw an MCU trailer? And I'll tell you when. It's a rhetorical question. Rhetorical question, Farley. <laughs> when is the last time you saw an MCU trailer that started with viewer discretion advised? <laughs> never. That has never happened. When's the last time you saw an MCU trailer that ends with... The narration voice saying, you may have to adjust the parental settings on your Disney Plus in order to watch this. Never. This trailer took my excitement level for this show from, I'm going to say where it was at was like a two. I'm at least a seven now. And not that I'm like, not that I'm a big, like, oh, it's got to be violent. Like, ooh, hyperviolence, and and that's what spells success to me. It, something about this just shows me, okay, look, there's an element to this that is, A, 
different than what we saw and sort of the vibe that we got and the direction that we felt this was going in based on what we saw in Hawkeye. And two, this shows me that Disney and the MCU is still in the game of willing to try new things, tread new ground, get a little wild if they need to. I am so stoked on this trailer. Carl, you've seen the trailer now for a show that you have no interest in. What are your thoughts? Has this has this affected your interest level at all? What do you think of the trailer or is this still just a dead project to you? I'm I'm my interest is peaked. I don't it's not still not something I really cared for or I don't think I need, but yeah, like the action, this is a pretty action heavy trailer and the action pieces, like you said, are that they're pretty graphic and I didn't consciously connect it until, um, you, you were talking about it and then I'm kind of rewatching it with the, um, volume muted. And there's a really short clip of Daredevil beating someone down. And it and it hit me. This this is the same type of awesome action set pieces we got from the Daredevil Netflix series. Yes. Which was absolutely incredible. Yep. Which is what I was going to say is that the other thing that this trailer does is it shows you where they're willing to go with the MCU's upcoming Daredevil show. Well, and like it, it gives me a little bit of, of hope that they will, that they're willing to go in the right, in the proper direction for certain characters. Yeah. Right. We've talked about, we talked about recently about, uh, Deadpool getting an R rating and some other and blade getting an R rating. And does it need that? Or c- could it do it without it? And, and, you know, like, of course you could, you, you could do all these things without an R rating, but showing that the level of brutality, <laughs> um, I'm going to sound like a psychopath <laughs> showing the level of brutality that, some of these heroes have to commit makes them more appealing and that there, there is some moral gray in, in who they are. It, it makes them more interesting characters. Things right? get like, ugly. Dare, daredevil breaks bones, beats people up, throws people off roofs that, so that they end up in the ER for, uh, and, and intensive care. Right, he's essentially kill, leaves like them Bat, for dead, kind of like Batman's rule. Right, he, he's not going to kill anybody, but eight broken but if, bones, you can still live. <laughs> yeah, but it, but also, if nobody finds you in the next twelve hours on this rooftop, you're probably going to not make it. <laughs> yeah. So, but like, it makes a character more interesting because they're not, you know, Captain America goody two shoes. <laughs> like, yeah. Captain America is an interesting character. And they did a really good job telling his story. 
but he pulls his punches, right? Like realistically, yeah, well, good Captain America's shoes. power level, he he could he 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 crush a normal human being easily. Oh, it'd be cracking like, skulls. That left, elevator right, and center. That the one shot where he's fighting guys in the elevator in Winter Soldier, like he gets beat beat around a bit in there, but I mean, realistically, he could tear those people apart with his bare hands, like literally tear them apart. He's that strong. And so he pulls his punches because he, he doesn't want to hurt people, right? He wants to just knock them out or whatever. Daredevil's not like that. <laughs> Daredevil's brutal. Um, so sh- that level, seeing this level of brutality kind of, and that dare that Disney is allowing Marvel to kind of go hard when it needs to for certain yeah. characters. I think that's, that's important, right? Yep. Uh, it, it, it creates a more interesting world because you've got your kind of goody, goody heroes, but you've got morally gray heroes. You're going to have your anti heroes like dare, like Deadpool soon. Um, and then it also allows your villains to be more brutal like king sure does so sure does yeah, yeah. i i am I, peaked I, my interest is peaked. all right more, I, peaked? I i would say my interest is more peaked to see in that the action pieces look interesting daredevil's gonna play a role kingpin's obviously a big role i'm i, I don't really care about echo still but we'll see i don't know yeah uh it's it it could be interesting um and and i'm surprised i was surprised by this trailer yeah yeah i think it's more going to be more interesting to see how and where they move the overall story moving forward for this yeah 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 okay moving on uh a show that carl didn't know was a thing yeah didn't know it was coming (laughs) I knew it was a com- I I knew it was a coming and I uh and I've yeah. been excited for it but I didn't know that it was coming in this capacity. So uh, there was a couple of spin-off quote unquote spin-off shows announced after Robert Pattinson's Matt Reeves's The Batman came out. Uh one obviously which is, ha- is still happening and and I, they're either in post-production or they're in the middle. I know they've started shooting it for sure, uh, is a Colin Farrell Penguin series. So we know that's coming. Still coming. It's going to happen. The other one that there was sort of hints and... I mean, there was like a cop procedural... Procedural... However that word is said. Um, like GCPD show that was talked about sort of like gotham but like but not gotham i i I don't know um i don't know if that's still happening i haven't heard anything on that in a long time um but the other was an arkham asylum show and that matt reeves was going to be behind and the assumption and i think a very fair assumption was that this was going to be set in the universe of the Batman, right? We we get glimpse, we do get to see Arkham Asylum in the Batman, right? We get introduced right. to the Batman's version of the Joker. 
played by Brandon Keegan. We know that the Riddler's in Arkham Asylum. Right? And presumably, if they're there, there are some other creepy, creepy people there. Right? Maybe, probably, like, a Victor Zaz might be there. And, you know, I don't know if I'd go as far as saying, like, you know, it's a pretty grounded universe, so I'm not going to say, like, oh, Clayface is there, or Killer Croc is there. Right? But who knows? Right? There's definitely probably some other, maybe the Ventriloquist is there. Maybe Calendar Man is there. And so, yeah, yeah, assuming that they're not wanting to use him at some point. Um, But so, as a a villain, like introduce him and, you know, do the whole rigmarole. Now, I, I, and I think, like I said, I think a lot of other people assume that that's what this show is going to be. Nay, nay, says Matt Reeves. Nene says James Gunn because it is now official that the Matt Reeves Arkham show is going to be set in the universe of the new DCU. And I think it's been, it's pretty confirmed. Like, you know, now people are going, it's official. Robert Pattinson is the DCU's. No, no, no. No, separate things. Calm down. Calm down. But liking Matt Reeves, liking what he did for the most part with the the Planet of the Apes films, loving what he did with the Batman, I am excited to see him not only continues to do what he's doing in his Batman, the Batman universe with Robert Pattinson, but also to be, you know, having a bit of a hand in some of the projects, or one of the projects at least, going on in the new DCU. This is exciting. Is it the show that I wanted? Not at first. But also an Arkham Asylum show set in James Gunn's new DCU. Not only A, sounds totally like it's in line with James Gunn and what his vision probably is for the DCU. But I think it could be really fun. I think this could be a really, really, really great thing. Um, Carl, you didn't even know the show was coming. So, A, d- does a Matt Reeves Arkham show interest you? And, B, what are your thoughts on it being a part of James Gunn's new DCU? I'm I'm still trying to wrap my head around what's what here. <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> Matt did the Batman with Pattinson. Sure did. Yep. Okay. Arkham is part of the Arkham show is part of the Batman with Pattinson universe. No, no, it will be completely separate <clears throat> from what's going on there and will instead be a part same, of the James Gunn DCU. Different, different universe. Just okay. Different universe. Yep. Right. Okay. That, that, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so am I interested in an Arkham? show yes this is coming before or after our batman movie i don't know man well i've seen i've seen and heard like no i don't have an update for the batman too right it like i I really don't the batman the batman oh like james gunn's batman i don't know what what's going to come first james gunn's batman know. film or 
this Arkham film, which is going to introduce our Batman? That's a good right? question. I feel like you. Don't I mean, you want could do it. You could do TV an Arkham show. show without Batman. You could. <sighs> I don't think you should. I mean, but you. We could. had a Gotham show without Batman, and it didn't feel. It was well. Well, it was was kind of good. It it felt off. Well, they also played it real fast and loose with a lot of the, the lore. lore. Yes, they did, which was not, would be another reason it felt off. But I yeah. think the fact that you know you like the thing they were playing fast and loose was in that was they were introducing characters and villains that the the Batman would typically deal with and yeah and you're having a a, a beat cop well, i mean deal with James him. Gordon but you're having a yeah, beat he's cop a detective solve it and deal with it it's like well what how, why do you need batman then <laughs> right. <clears throat> right right i mean so i think i think if you did an arkham series and batman isn't a part of it who's your protagonist right and and if that's the case, whoever's dealing with all these crazy villains, why do they need Batman if if this person's around? I, I think right. you need Batman in it. <clears throat> yeah, I, I don't think you can do an Arkham show without a Batman. Yeah. So I mean, so let's assume then that it's probably coming after, because yeah. we have a date uh, for. Um, well, like we have a date yeah. for the Batman or not, not the I, Batman, I think, you know, whatever it is. I think there's like this, this has the potential to be an excellent story, right? Like there've, there've been a few, there've been a few shows and a great video game series that dealt with kind of Arkham based storylines and they're all excellent. So there's lots of of potential there. And I think it'd be really cool like you could you could have a lot of really cool cameos and really quick kind of fights Batman dealing with villains he's dealt with before and he knows how to deal with them so he kind of pulls specific gadgets out or just knows how to fight them whatever. I think it'd well, be really can, fun. You can use a lot of villains that don't necessarily make sense to use in their own, like to be the main villain as in their a, own yeah, movie. As the main antagonist. Yeah. Right. Like you're probably not going to use anarchy in, yeah. in a film. Kite man. Right. Or, I mean, yeah. you know, maybe you would, right. Mad Hatter, you're probably not going, although it's James Gunn. So I, I mean, the sky's the limit here. Right. But yeah. glass there, man. No, but right? there are, like you're not there are gonna, a few that, that like, Although they did some really cool stuff with Kite Man in the in the comics, like he's not real. I don't think even if you you could really do make him your primary antagonist. But I mean, it would be pretty cool for a dude, I a mean, Kite Man, to be like behind bars and even just walk by him, and yeah, he makes some gripe or some villains picking on him because he's a C class villain and <laughs> that copperhead, right? You could do yeah. 
So but I will say though, I mean James Gunn. James Gunn's the guy it, that brought yep. us Polka Dot Man and brought us Polka Dot Man. Yep. In, no, it's, uh, in, yep. in a way that none of us ever expected we would connect or care about or empathize with Polka Dot Man. Yeah. So well, and like say. I said, like they did some really cool stuff with Kite Man in the comics. So but but at the same time, you could even throw in like some really big like you could you could have uh, a cell that's got croc in it. Yeah. And that sets your universe for like, okay, these kind of you'd have a clay face cell, like a, a specifically yeah. designed cell that clay face is in. It's like, well, okay, we know that this is the universe where you're establishing your universe yeah. just by showing this villain. And we know right? that this is, in the, the this is the level of, of fantasy that this, this world is set in. Yeah. We know that in the DCU, we're getting a swamp thing. So both Clayface and Killer Croc seem very plausible. Yeah. Right. So but, it just yeah. help, would, would help set the tone and stuff. But yeah, it, I think it's got a lot of potential. It could, you know, Arkham's a wonderful, rich, uh, lots of uh, area to tell stories in. So Yeah. All right. Moving on to our next topic. And it is it's a big one. It's a big one. It's one we've been talking about and kind of waiting for and speculating and biding our time for a little while now. Today, this morning, or this, I guess it was probably this afternoon, um, we received a verdict in the Jonathan Majors trial. And I want to approach this carefully because we are not a criminal justice podcast. (laughs) We're not a, you know, we're a movie podcast. So we're going to tell you what the verdict is. And then we're going to talk about how that affects movies. Right. Um, So Jonathan Majors was up for, I think, I think it was four different charges. Right. There was like an aggravated assault, assault, harassment and aggravated harassment. Um. Today, the jury of nine people concluded that Jonathan Majors was to be exonerated of the aggravated assault and the aggravated harassment. I believe those were the two charges. I'm sorry if I'm getting those wrong. Um, However, they did find him guilty of assault of the third degree. And yeah. harassment, both of which are misdemeanors, or what we in Canada would refer to as summary charges, right? So they are not serious jail time, but you're eligible for jail time. Um, and in fact, it says, so he's getting sentenced on February something, 6th or 3rd or 2nd or something like that um, and could face up to a year in jail. Now, that's all we'll say about that. What we do need to talk about, though, is the fact that it is now official. Well, I shouldn't say that. There is a insider leak sort of but i mean this is 
<clears throat> you know, this is kind of confirming what all of us are already logically thinking. Let me pull it up here. Um, there's that one, which is from the Hollywood Reporter, but where's the other one that I found? Uh, basically, basically, some guy who is supposedly an insider close to the situation and agreed to talk under the condition of anonymity because he's not, you know, he's not sanctioned to be able to talk about this stuff. He's not allowed to give out this information. He's, this is a whistleblower. This is a... Yeah, he's uh, he's like, hey, you know what? I'm gonna break this scoop, and y'all need to know this, and you deserve to know this. Give me a couple hundred bucks, I'll tell you what's what. <laughs> but this is gonna get me fired and sued out of my ass, so you can't you can't tell anyone who I am. Uh, has basically said that today the decision has been made at Disney that they are replacing Jonathan Majors as king. Replacing? Now, yeah. So a couple interesting things here. Now, again, we have to take this with a grain of salt because this isn't from Disney proper. This isn't Bob Iger coming out and saying this. This isn't Kevin Feige coming out and saying this. This is someone. Un unconfirmed sources. I mean, I mean, maybe it's Kevin Feige, but Kevin Feige's like, oh, but I'm not going to tell you it's me. No, I doubt. I highly doubt that. Um, so if this is true, I mean, either way, either way, I think Jonathan Majors is done in the MCU. I think he's done. Is it possible that he's not? Yes, it is possible, especially because if he does go to jail, it will only be for a year. And the two far more serious charges that were against him were dropped. Right? Like, assault of the third degree... I heard someone talking about it online and they basically said like, oh, it, someone spilt my coffee and I shoved them. That's, that's, that's third degree assault, right? So there's like some, and then harassment is, it, it can be a, a, a number of things, right? It's not, it's not a murder charge. He wasn't convicted of aggravated assault. Um, so is it possible that Disney will look at this and say, we're keep we're going to, you know, this is our plan, man. We've put all our eggs in this basket and he was found innocent of the serious stuff. So we're just going to move on. Yeah, I, it's possible. I think it's highly unlikely. I think we're talking about the House of Mouse, right? And they want to kind of keep their images as, as squeaky clean as they can. Just don't watch the Echo trailer because uh, <laughs> there ain't no squeaky clean about that. Um, but I'm guessing Jonathan Majors is done. Now, if this report is true that they are replacing him, they're going to recast <sighs> Kang, which is something they can do. They did it with Rhodey, right? They did it with Rhodey and they didn't make a big deal about it. All right, Don Cheadle walks in and Iron Man 2, and he's like, yeah, it's me. Deal with it. That's the line he said in a, in a perfectly well-crafted line. He's saying it to Tony, 
but also the, it's Marvel saying it to the audience. Yeah, look, it's a different actor. Get over it. <laughs> yeah, little right. And we, and we and we did and we did, you know. And nobody. And now it's actually weird when you go back and you watch Iron Man one, and you're like, oh shit, it's Terrence Howard. Weird. Why did they hire Don Cheadle? <laughs> yeah. Right. And so yeah, what was wrong with Don Cheadle? Um, so. If they're replacing him, that means that everything that we've heard about Marvel potentially ditching and moving away from this Kang storyline is probably BS. Because why recast him if you're done with him? Doesn't make a lot of sense. So right now we don't know. That is the truth. The facts are we don't know. Um, it'll be interesting to see what comes out of this. Uh Carl, what are your thoughts? A, do you buy this or is this someone, I mean, it's weird to say that like someone's just looking for their 15 minutes of fame because it, it's anonymous, right? Like what, what 15 minutes are you really getting? Um, do A, do you think that it's possible that they're just recasting, that they're still doing this Kang thing, and now that Jonathan Majors is supposedly out, that they are going to just recast and stick with <clears throat> Kang. And B, do you think there's a chance that Jonathan Majors is not out? And that they are going to stick with their plan just as it lies. It's Jonathan Majors as Kang. Let's go, baby. What are your thoughts? Um, I think the Kang storyline is done. And I, I say that mostly because of uh, the Hollywood Reporter article that that we were referring to here as a a line that says in November, Marvel hired Loki's creator, which we've talked about uh, Michael Waldron uh, to work on the new draft of Kang dynasty, but is now being referred to as Avengers five. And it's the show is kind of like with, with Loki and some of the way that um, Ant-Man went down. It really, feels like they're moving away from Kang to begin with as a, as a antagonist for the universe and towards potentially something else. That being said, you still have a micro sub universe somewhere where there's a whole bunch of Kangs hanging out. Do you just, shelve that scene and act like it didn't happen or do you hire some decent actor to to fill the first act of an avengers film where they quickly and easily deal with that problem before the real problem presents itself in the form of right doom or whatever X. yeah interesting yeah um, but yeah, it, it like, I mean, Disney or Marvel renaming, uh, or, or referring to a project, a re renaming a project, uh, 
seems to be an everyday occurrence lately. Like I, did I send you the meme of Agatha, Agatha Harkness? Yeah. All the different names that it's had. like, what, what was the meme? I want to, I want to mention it. <laughs> We're going to bring up that chat. That was a funny meme. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Uh, scrolling up. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was a doofenshmirtz. <laughs> if I had a nickel, for, Oh, I'm going to try it in the voice. If I had a nickel for every Agatha title, I would have four nickels, which isn't a lot, but it's weird that it happened four times for a nine episode series, right? Was that good? That wasn't bad, I think. I think that was pretty good. That was good. good. That was good. I like that. (laughs) Yeah. That's a pretty good different schmerz. But yeah, like four times for, it's just, yeah. And it, I, I'm pretty sure they've done it with other titles too. So it's it just Marvel changing Kang Dynasty to Avengers Five could seems telling, but at the same time, when Agatha's changed its title four times, this could just be a temporary till they figure out they want to call it the the Kang Revenge or something like that. Or Kang the, the Kang Conqueror or something. You know what I mean? Like this could just be another placeholder holder for the Kang title. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah. It I would say Jonathan's probably done though. Like yeah, he, he's uh, he's not he's 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 been exonerated of the the big the big charges right um he, he, the ones the ones that stuck were the ones that were like, kind of like you you hurt yeah i i googled uh reckless assault and it's like yeah it's like you you essentially you're 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 intentionally slash accidentally injuring a person like there's intent but not the that the, the level that it happened had happened or something like that anyway but yeah like it's he's it's too it's too messy for them to hang on to him i think i think so i think it yeah it just becomes becomes it's a mess it is you know it's it's just it's unfortunate um i'm not saying it's unfortunate that you know he was it's not unfortunate that he was found guilty if he is guilty. Um, it's unfortunate that he is guilty if he is. It's unfortunate that, you know, that that the MCU is having to make this pivot, not because the King storyline was particularly amazing. I mean, maybe this will work out for the, the betterment of the MCU in general. Um but as my, it's, you know, like we've said, Kang's been one of those weird things because we haven't felt that he's menacing. We haven't felt that Kang is actually a real, like an Avengers level threat, the new Thanos, yeah. right? Like they've done a horrible yeah, job of but, presenting that. But on the flip yeah. side, every time we've seen Jonathan Majors as Kang, he's been great. Yeah. Yeah. And it, so it, it, it's not really, that's, and and Kang not feeling threatening isn't really on Jonathan Majors. It's on the storytelling 
and it's on the world sure, it's script writing and i say world yeah. building by saying there's a crap ton of other stuff happening that seems just as big and dangerous as that <laughs> right yeah like what 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 happened to those the the uh, the to the beings from inter- eternals what are they, oh, shoot what are they called again the um yeah like the the beings that are bigger than the earth itself oh the <laughs> like celestials the earth is the size of their eye <laughs> yeah the celestials what the yeah, celestials. celestials yeah like where are they that seems like a way bigger threat than kang right now <laughs> why aren't we dealing with yeah. that oh absolutely <laughs> yeah yeah so, uh hello yeah. <laughs> all right so those are all of Kang, our news Kang, topics, yeah. but the, you, I think you could easily write Kang out of the MCU <laughs> at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is the holiday season and it's our last episode before Carl and I bugger off to go celebrate Christmas. There's one more episode Somebody's coming birthday. from, from Pete and I, um, and and that is our Christmas vote episode. I won't tell you what one. I will just tell you that something has won, and we're excited to review it. Um, so what I wanted to do here, real real briefly, is Entertainment Weekly has released this year. They released uh, the twenty best Christmas movies ever. They made a list. Man, we love lists on this show. (laughs) And I have not looked through this yet. I'm just going on good faith that this is a somewhat sensible list. So I thought this is what we would do. We'll go through the list real quick. There's just 20 of them. We'll go through the list real quick. We will say whether or not we think it belongs on this list. We'll kind of comment on like, because they're listed like, it, it, it seems like they're listed from like 20 down to one, right? So becoming a better and better Christmas movie. And we'll we'll kind of go down that list and we'll go, okay, yeah, you know, or, you know, or yes, absolutely. I assume there'll be some like, oh, okay, wait, like, yes, this belongs on this list, but that does not is like, you know, the ordering here is a little screwy. Mm. And at the very end, we will both name at least one film that we feel like was omitted from this list that should definitely so positively be on mention. this list. Yeah. Well, or Not, just like, or beyond an honorable mention. Yeah. Our approximation uh, you, uh, of you like screwed up entertainment. <laughs> yes. Yeah. This should be on the list. Okay. So let's okay. kick things off. It says in the 20th place is the 1994 Tim Allen film, the Santa Claus. I think this should definitely be on this list. I think the sequels Agreed. and the tel- TV series are not very good. I think the um, CV series is good. I don't know about the CV uh, series. Have you watched the second season? We watched... I have not. We, we watched the first maybe 15 minutes of... Like, I did not mind the first season. I didn't mind it. I thought it still had a little too much of the flavor of the sequels. Some of that kind of goofiness of the them. But yeah. but it was But it wasn't bad. So, uh, we watched the first... Okay. Out of 15, the sequels... Wait, hang on. We, like, wa- we watched... We watched the first like 15 minutes of this first episode of the second season, like a week ago. And we just looked at each other and we're like, I don't want to do this. Like it was, it's bad. (laughs) Yeah. It's bad. So the, the, the sequels to like, we're both in agreement. The first Santa Claus. Great. Should be on the list. Yeah. 
out of the sequel, like, are, do you scrap all the sequels? No, listen, like I, because there's I, what? When there's I, three sequels, right? There's two sequels. There's a two and a three. It's a trilogy. And then okay. Two seasons of a show. Listen, I, I. I like the sequels. I like them progressively less as they go on. And I think they become progressively more hokey as they go. Well, you know what? I almost like the third one better than the second one. Because I did not like that, like toy santa thing yeah and then the third one you get the addition of martin short and you do get that time travel thing back to the scene from the first one where jack frost steals the suit instead of and so it has that like flavor of the first one at times and so i don't mind that Mm. there are things i like about both sequels but neither of them are like they feel the first one is a kid friendly movie that feels like it's also geared towards adults. The second and third right. one just feel like right. Kids movies. Yeah. Like I, I, man, before you reminded me about the, the, the robot, Tim Allen, Santa, I was going to say like the second one I thought was, was on par. <laughs> like I really liked the, the claws within the claws about you need mm-hmm. to find a Mrs. Claus. Well, that's what they've all been, right? Every right. time they get the yeah. magnifying glass out the, and they look even closer the, like, at this stupid the, card. The, the Mrs. Claus seems like yeah. a great claw because it's like you need, th- there needs to be a Mrs. Claus and you don't have a Mrs. Claus, right? Yeah. So it seemed like the story felt great. But then you mentioned the robot Santa and I was like, oh yeah, that was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> so here's a question because you can only be in that universe. You can only be Santa Claus for so long before you're required to get the misses. Yeah. So when the last guy fell off Tim Allen's roof, like did the elves kill Mrs. Claus? <laughs> like ship her out. Like, Sorry, the, the, you, you're being evicted. <laughs> yeah. Your husband's dead. You've got until the end of the day. Right? Like, it just seemed... Anyways, uh, I agree. Okay, I agree 100% this should be on this list. I'm a little dubious because I'm not sure I can think of 19 better films. Yeah. I don't know. That seems seems like... Which way way are you thinking it should go? Up or down? I think it should be placing better than 20th. Okay. Right? 19 better Christmas movies? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Let's Um, find out. Okay. In the 19th place already, I would at least for sure swap these. You know what I'm going to (laughs) do? Hang on. I'm going to open a Google Doc, and I am going to place these in the order that I believe these should be in as we go. Let's... uh Share it with me real quick, and we'll do three columns. Oh, my God. I don't know. Okay. Hang on. <laughs> Hang on. Well, okay. To the listener, give us a brief moment here. We're going to... I'll put a cut for, in here. For us, we'll come it will back. be 20 minutes. For you, it will be a second. <laughs> Instantaneous. Okay, we're back. We made a Google Doc and someone wasn't happy with that. So then we made a Google Sheets doc and someone seems to think that it's 
much more. Hey, what? Hey, don't be looking. Yeah. Close the cl- close the link. You're looking at the web. You're looking at the. You're cheating. What? What are you talking about? I mean, you just put in the next title, the title of the next we film, just and I haven't told about it to you yet. No, we didn't. And yeah, I got the link open. I looked for it. No, we didn't. We, we haven't did. talked about you it yet. Said we gremlins. have not. No, go back and check the friggin'. No, I haven't. No, I have okay, not. Whatever. <laughs> Close the link. This is my show. Close the link. I don't mean that the movie Fine. man is my show. Be I mean that, that way. You know. Doink. Did you did you look past Gremlins? Maybe. <laughs> did you? <laughs> did you actually? Uh maybe. Like how far? Maybe. <laughs> Did you look I at the whole the list? I played the fifth. Why hey, would man, you do this that? This is what happens when you don't tell me what's going on. Why would you? Yeah, but I was like, I have not looked at this list yet. I was you like making it that. a whole thing. I did. Dude, There's we're recording this. I can go back <laughs> and soundbite that. I said, I you, said, no, I no, 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 not, no, no. I said, you send I haven't me, even. You send me, you send me the show notes. And in the right. show notes, it says, it just says breaking down top 20 Christmas movies. Right. You don't give me a link. So I go, oh, I can find that. Google search right. top 20 so, CW so, list. So two things. Oh, there's I the said, list. Okay. Look through the list. All right. I know what we're getting into. You so did not things. say it was going to be, uh, 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 let's figure it out together right now on the so, show. So, so two, actually, actually, I did. So two things is one. It's not in the I show said, notes. You sent me the show notes before we right. ever got on so, this call. So, so do you, <laughs> that's the second thing. Do you not think if I wanted you to have the link, I would have sent you the link? I send you all the other links. You, you, but then you, you didn't say that. Just, you I, spoiled I, it's this. The internet. <laughs> you spoiled this. I'm finding a different I have list. The internet. <laughs> no, I'm finding a different list. I am finding a different list. And I'm not going to tell you what website it's from. And you can go suck an egg. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Uh, But all the other lists are so long. I can't believe you looked at the whole list. I don't think it's going to make that big of a difference. It makes a difference to me. Oh, Uh, You're the only one that cares. I don't think that's true. I send your emails to the movie men podcast at gmail.com and tell us what a Christmas ruiner <laughs> Carl is. All right. We have a new list. And hopefully it's a good list. I mean, I don't recognize the first film on it. So there's that. Hmm. It's turning into a whole thing. I don't even care. <laughs> I don't even care. I don't even care. Okay. So. Is this, Let's, how many uh, is it? Is it still 20? Uh, it is now going to be uh, 25. 25. And don't you dare look it up or I'll f- figure out where you live and I will murder your... Careful. Puppy. I'll kill your dog. I won't. I won't. That's <laughs> sort of a bitch. I don't We're like gonna, dogs, but I'm going to John wick your ass. I'm going to. Yeah. Yeah. You'll go on a murder <laughs> spree. All right. So go in, just delete. We'll just delete everything that's already been put in here. 
Yeah, because you were already like moving things down. Because you're like, oh, I know, I know that I like I was this just one playing with it while one. you were no, ranting there. <laughs> no piece oh, of yes. shit. Okay, so first up, we have the 1954 film White Christmas. Now, I don't think I know of this movie because isn't this? The it's, it's the movie it's like the Bing Crosby movie right do you know White Christmas uh I don't I'd have to google it here off the top of my head yeah well you're good at that so you're good at googling well I mean when you don't put in the show notes don't look it up oh this is an old black and white yeah Bing Crosby and I haven't seen it I haven't seen it, seen it, but I know it's iconic. So, you know, <laughs> this whole episode, this has got derailed. I'm pretty man. sure. Isn't this the one that's about the bell rings? Uh, a successful song and dance team become romantically. Inv- no, that's every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. That's it's a wonderful life. Oh, <clears throat> yeah. No, no. Anyways, okay. So well, that's, how much that's, I know that's about black and white yep. film. So, go ahead. Put put White Christmas in your in your column there, you bastard. Go on. You, you know you go can on, just come on. drag it over. Come on, Let's Ebenezer. This way. <laughs> oh, you're making a mess of this list. Okay, moving on <laughs> to the next one in our category is Groundhog Day. What well, does what? That's not even Christmas. That's not Christmas. I mean, <laughs> what is this list? I like the other list better. <laughs> well, it's winter. There's it's nowhere near Christmas. It's okay. several months from Christmas. So that's fine. So what I'm going to do is we'll put Groundhog Day in. Groundhog Day. And then I'm going to take and how do you click in? I see. I don't know how to use this software. Okay, there you, we go. And then, for sure, Groundhog Day is lower ranked for me than White Christmas because Groundhog Day is not a Christmas movie. Agreed. And that's bullshit. Next up, we have The Railway Children. I also don't know what this is. You know? Maybe the other list would have had lots of things on it that we knew, but someone ruined that list. So You're, you ruined it on your own. <laughs> um, you know what's 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 what is this? The, the enforced what absence is it called? of the father, the railway, children. the railway children attempt to discover the reason for his disappearance. I'm not sure this has anything to do with Christmas. I mean, maybe Christmas. I think we happens. should go back to the other list. No, no, screw you. Screw you muchly. Nope. <laughs> All right. So people don't want to listen to this, do they? <laughs> I'm going to oh, it's just it's just beginning, my friends. Okay, I'm going to move. Okay. The railway children. And I'm going to move it in my list. It is going to be this was made in 2000. Uh, 1970, my friend. 1970. Episode aired November 12, 2000. Well, then, you know, you're probably looking at the wrong one, I'm going to say. I don't know. It looks old. Uh, 
how do you why why does it sometimes work for me to click and drag some what is the shortcut for me to drag a cell to a different cell grab the little bubble in the right cor- bottom right corner uh, uh, and uh, it turns it from a pointer to a cross and you- well that like copies it but that's fine um oh, if you I'm want going to drag put- you click the cell and then you hover over the line of when it turns into a hand you can move it around Ah, okay. Um, So on my list, I'm putting it above Groundhog Day because I know for a fact that Groundhog Day has got nothing to do with Christmas. I'm putting it below White Christmas because, I don't know, maybe it's got something to do with Christmas, but White Christmas definitely does. Make sense? I'm going to do the same. Yep, I'm doing the same Good. thing. Good. We're all on the same page so far. Next up, we? we have... Oh, this... This one is Christmas, I think. Yeah, it is. Next up, we have Trading Places, the Dan Aykroyd, Eddie Murphy movie. Uh, I mean, yeah, but like top 25 of all time? I mean... ah, I don't know. You've seen Trading Places, right? I don't think I have. It's like, yeah, okay. Um, this is like a body swap like film. Um, like a I'm trying to remember. Freaky Friday kind of thing. I no, I think they just like swap lives. Um, right. Find their positions reversed as yeah. So they just like start walking in each other's shoes. Right. So like a, a poor guy and a, a eccentric billionaire kind of switch places yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna say it's better than white christmas just because i haven't seen white christmas and i think trading places is certainly less iconic but but uh, you know it's also you know yeah uh next up we have the holiday well you're just not gonna ask me what i think well you see you haven't seen it so where i mean where are you gonna put it uh I'm gonna, I'm gonna just to be a doink. I'm gonna put it below, like above, below White Christmas. Oh, right, because that is at this point, we're you know you have not already achieved doinkdom. <laughs> hey man, you want you want me to do something? You got to put it in the show notes. <laughs> My God, uh, I am going to put the holiday below White Christmas. The holiday. Yeah, it's that one that Pete always is. That and Die Hard are the two holiday films that he this dies like on the hill rom, of every year. Rom, it's a rom com comedy, or real yeah, it's rom- it's Jack Black and um, Cameron Diaz and um, uh, uh, Jude Law and Kate Winslet. Yeah, like so far, I don't think I've seen anything on this list. That's fine. That's fine. I like the other it's list fine. better. Yeah, well, I wouldn't know because I don't know what the other list looks like because I was playing the game. Well, you didn't uh. tell me about the game. <laughs> so where are you putting the holiday, even though you haven't seen it? Uh, I'm going to put it right there. In slot, what, number three? Number 23. All right. Uh, next up, we have Bad Santa, the Billy Bob Thornton kind of raunchy, raunchy com 
thing. Finally, something I've seen. Um, I'm going to... I mean, it's not a great Christmas movie. I mean, it's yeah, it's definitely a Christmas movie. I'm going to stick it um, in the number four slot. <clears throat> I think it's... I would rather watch it than The Holiday... Um, but I think White Christmas is probably a better Christmas movie than Bad Santa you, you is. You can't say number four slot. We're only on number 20. <laughs> We're on number 20 well, slot well, right well, now. You, okay, you, you know what? <laughs> Hang on. Let me look. Oh, I see. You've added the nice. Okay, in the 20th slot. Okay. Next up, and this is going to be a controversial thing. Next up, we have Elf. Now, I don't think that Elf is a bad movie. I don't think that it is as good as everyone like i don't understand why it's the end all be all for so many people i don't understand why it is considered by many like there will be many 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 people many people who would hear this and say what the shit elf should be number one many people and i and, and i don't get that I don't get it. I am going to leave it in the 19th slot. I'm going to rank it the highest of all of them so far. But I guarantee you it will not win this for me. I I liked it. I don't like, I'm not a massive Will Ferrell fan. He's Nor very hit and miss for me. Um, this, this is a win for me for him as a as one of his leading roles. I might put it a little higher. depends on what comes up. But right. I, it's okay. not going to be top 10. Uh, next up. Depending on what's on the list. <laughs> next up, we have... And again, I don't know that this is a Christmas movie. Next up, we have Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Is this not yep, American this is, Thanksgiving? Um... I don't think so. Okay. Okay. I thought it was American Thanksgiving. I've only seen it once. Um, and I saw it after sort of the soft, I, after I saw sort of the soft remake, which is um, a due date with Zach Galifianakis and Robert Downey Jr., um, which is a movie that I love. And so I thought Planes, Trains, and Automobiles was so-so. It's so so. It's it's good. I love Steve Martin. I love John Candy, but but it's for me. It's so so. So I'm going to put it in the twentieth slot behind Trading Places, behind Elf. It, no, sorry. It is it is Thanksgiving. Okay, so Which, then that I mean changes American everything. Thanksgiving is like right nope. around the corner no, from no no but no, no, no yeah. No. So is Halloween. If so. if we're going for straight up Christmas. Then, yeah, it loses out. So I'm going uh, to put it then. It deserves to be slightly better than Groundhog Day because it's at least closer to being Christmas than Groundhog Day is. Um, but it is going to go in the 24th slot then because it's not a Christmas movie. Interesting. I'm going to put it in the 23rd slot because I don't know what the hell the Railway Children is. No, nor do I, but I'm thinking it may still have something to do with Christmas. Now, finally, uh, we come to the film that ruined everything, Gremlins. Um, <laughs> ruined everything because that was the one that showed that Carl was uh, was cheating, <laughs> was being Man. unfaithful. 
We're gonna listen. Be, we're we're we are going to beat this conversation within an inch of its life, dude. I'm gonna see you this Saturday, and I'm gonna be bitching about how you screwed up. <laughs> Make better our show last notes. episode That's together of say. the year. Make better um, show notes. <laughs> let me see. I Gremlins. Um, it definitely takes place during Christmas. It definitely. It's oh yes, it's a Christmas movie for sure. I'm gonna say okay. Hang okay. Hang on. So this this should be like another question because I feel like there's a bunch of the Gremlins esque shows that are gonna come up, and and the where the diehard discussion is a big kind of the big uh, like is it actually a Christmas movie or does it just take place at Christmas? No, I would say it's a Christmas movie because Gizmo is a Christmas present. Okay. Gizmo is a Christmas present that, to him. That's what pushes it over the edge for you. Yeah, and it's and it's centered around like, you know, we get out into the town and the town is all Christmas <sighs> and the you know, like it's it's right. it it's got Christmas, a lot of Christmas. Christmas isn't just a set part of the set piece for no, you in no, the film. No. No. It's a it's a plot mm. plot device, right? It's a he Gizmo's a Christmas present. So I'm putting it I it pains me because I'd rather watch Gremlins than I would watch Elf, but I think Elf is more of a Christmas movie. So I'm going to say it's a better Christmas movie, not a better movie, but a better Christmas movie than Gremlins is. So I'm putting Gremlins in the 18th slot. Elf is still in the lead. Interesting. I'm putting mine in 19th. So Bad Santa and Elf are ahead of Gremlins, but I really like Gremlins. I own Gremlins 1 and 2. I have very fond memories of Gremlins. It's like the only film I can remember my parent, my my dad taking me and my brothers to watch in the theater. <laughs> right, Gremlins too. Uh, by the way, not a Christmas movie. No, it's not. I'm, I wasn't saying it was. I'm no, just saying no, I, I know. love I the just... Gremlins movies. Um, so this is not me putting it at 19. Does not disparage. I'm not disparaging it. I'm just thinking Bad Santa and Elf are better christmas movies right if, next if up we the, have yeah oh sorry go ahead i was gonna say if if the if our metric for ranking is better christmas movie yeah that's it's it's not better than bad santa or elf as a christmas movie for me next up we have <clears throat> another not a christmas movie and that's die hard that's right go screw yourself die hard <laughs> Is not a Christmas movie. It's not. It simply takes place at a Christmas. Like, it takes place at a Christmas party. Not really. Right? It, 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 it's a, it's a, it's a, there's nothing Christmas that is intrinsic to the plot of Die Hard. Nothing. Nothing. Right? In fact, Iron Man 3 is more a Christmas film than Die Hard is. Because Iron Man 3 takes place at Christmas, yes, but also the film starts with Tony giving Pepper an oversized stuffed animal, like a 10, 13, 20-foot tall stuffed animal for Christmas, and ends with him finally finding the right gift for Pepper, the gift that shows her that he knows who she is by destroying all the suits. So, you know... Die Hard's not a Christmas movie. I'm putting it in the... I'm putting... I I would still rather watch it than The Holiday. Right? The Holiday, yeah, there's Christmas in it, but 
it's not primarily a Christmas movie. Die Hard, at least, all takes place entirely at Christmas. So I'm going to put it in the 21 slot below Bad Santa, but above the holiday. Uh, I'm putting it in the 20 spot, which is just a little bit. So I've got like trading places and holiday below it. And then the other Christmas movies that white Christmas elf, um, above better than it. I, I'm going to go. I, I think I'm of the opinion that this is a Christmas movie. Uh. Um, and I would say it's a Christmas movie because he goes from being kind of bah humbuggy ish to, to being like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to be a better husband. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, which can only happen at Christmas. You're right. Yep. Yeah. It's an, it's an, there's an emotional journey there that happens alongside all the, the action and explosions. All right. Next <clears throat> up, we have a Christmas story. Ah, yes. Now, I classic don't love a Christmas story. What is the matter with you? I, I don't dislike it, but I am going to leave it. This will be, the one that dethrones Elf, because I think it is, although it's not necessarily more Christmassy than Elf, I think I would rather watch it than watch Elf. And also, in honor of our late friend, Jim Hines, who lived and and breathed and bled yeah, he loved a Christmas this. story. This was loved his favorite, this movie. for sure. Yeah. So, in the, in the number 15 slot... I'm leaving a Christmas story there. I assume you are as well. I uh, yeah, I'm going to leave mine at 15 for now. Uh I would say yeah, this this is a great film, classic, you know, from shooting your eye out, wanting a raid rider BB gun and a lamp that leg that is dad's prized possession. Like this, yeah, this is awesome. This is this yeah. is a great Christmas film. Uh next up, we have the most iconic <clears throat> so far and one that i'm kind of surprised is not in the number one slot i would think that on most lists this is usually in the number one slot and that's it's a wonderful life hmm. that is like everyone considers that not everyone but so many people consider that to be the great christmas film i'm gonna leave it right where it is i'm gonna leave it in the fourth 14th slot um just because it is i mean it's James Jimmy Stewart and you know it is it is the old Christmas film that everybody who knows it and loves it goes back and watches every single year and cries and you know yeah have you seen I'm it gonna, uh a long a while a long time ago I don't know um maybe I need to watch it again because I'm putting it at 17 below gremlins <laughs> Oh, wow. Okay. Or above, I guess above Gremlins rather. That's a uh, thing. I don't know. Yeah. It's just, it's not something my family watched at Christmas. It's so. No, nor is mine, but my mom's not, my, my mom loves it. Not something that I have seen even recently. So there's not a lot of emotional tie to it personally. So I mean, every time a bell rings, yeah. an angel gets its it wings. It is. It is classic. It's a classic mm. Christmas movie. Yeah. But uh, for my personal list it, of of 
best Christmas movies of all times. It it doesn't doesn't make the cut because there's not an emotional attachment to it. Right. Next up in the thirteenth slot, we have the Santa Claus. Uh, and finally, finally, we have the Santa Claus. Uh, yeah, I think this absolutely belongs right where it is and is probably going to beat out several films to come because the first Santa Claus is just classic. It's so good. Yeah. So I, good. I'm going to move it just one, one back. I'm going to put a Christmas story in front of it. Um, and I feel like these two are going to be the, so far from what we've gone. These two are going to continue bumping down the list to at least the top 10 somewhere. Right. Okay. So th- this won't be their final position for sure. And then very confusingly, <clears throat> very confusingly, in the number 12th slot, what is this list? <laughs> in the number 12th slot, <laughs> I blame you. <laughs> you in the number no 12th slot, yourself. we once again have White Christmas. It's on this list twice. Why is it on the list twice? I don't know, but I'm gonna put it. Uh, I'm gonna put it up beside the other White Christmas. I feel like we should just remove it. <laughs> no, but then it's only 24, and then all is your this numbers a different get messed White up. Christmas? Are there two White Christmases? No, it's the same one. Same one. Same is one. It, wait, is there a White Christmas and a White Christmas? No, it's dude. It's the same one, and it, I mean, maybe it's like the colorized version. So, so there's that. Uh, then next up, uh, and this one, I was wrong. The Santa Claus is not going to get bumped to beat anything out because next up we have Home Alone. Ooh, and Home Alone definitely belongs before above uh above the santa claus it's home alone yeah right like it's fantastic absolutely absolutely positively Um, i'm leaving it right there at the top yeah yeah i'm gonna leave it where it is too uh next up we have a 1942 film called Holiday Inn. I've stayed at the Holiday Inn a couple of times in my life. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to put it, I'm going to put it, I'm going to put it in the number 22 slot. I guess um, I'm going to put it behind the holiday and above the railway children. You having trouble deciding? Yeah. I'm trying to decide if I want to put it above or below planes, trains and automobiles, but I guess if we're going Christmas, yeah, I'm going to put it same spot. You got yours. Next up. I'm looking at the uh, IMDb page for Holiday Inn. I gotta say, there's something special about these old movie posters. 
Oh yeah. They're pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, their artwork. Yeah. Yeah. Next up we have a Christmas Carol. Now, which one you <clears throat> might ask? This is the 2009 Jim Carrey animated one. You know the one I mean? Have you the seen Jim it? Jim Carrey one. Yes, I know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Um I'm going to plop it. I don't think I've seen this one. Oh, dude, it's it's something. Have I seen this one? I got to look. I got to I got to browse the trailer real quick. I'm putting it in the number 11 slot. So above It's a Wonderful Life, I know. I'm sorry. Uh, but below the Santa Claus. I don't think I've seen this. Oh, I definitely haven't seen this. Oh, dude. You should watch it. You should watch it. <clears throat> With that being said... I'm going to put it, I'm going to put Gremlins before it. Okay. Which puts it where? In the 16. 16th slot. Okay. Next up, we have, wait, is this, am I doing this right? Yeah. Number nine. So in the number eight slot, we have Miracle on 34th Street, the 1994 one. So the Mara Wilson, uh, Richard Attenborough one um what, what, Brienne and I recently one. yeah Brienne and I recently watched mm. them um for me I watched both for the first time she watched um the 94 one for or the no she watched the original one for the first time she'd seen she'd seen the 94 one um, and what I will tell you is that the original one, the one from 47 or whatever it is, um, is in many, 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 many ways a superior film. I don't think I've ever, I think this is the only one I've ever seen. Um, oh, you should watch, you should watch the other one, the original one. So good. I'm going to put it above the Jim Carrey Christmas Carol, but below the Santa Claus, just because the Santa Claus is super nostalgic for me. And what I'm are you going doing to put it? it just back one. So it's going to end up at number nine with Home Alone, just Home Alone, just edging it out. Okay. 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 Uh, next up, we have one that is, oh, is it going to beat out Home Alone for me? Oh. Oh, we have National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Ooh, interesting. I love this movie. I think... <sighs> Oh, it's tough. Yeah. No. I'm going... Just because I like it more doesn't mean it's a better Christmas movie. So I'm going to put it above Miracle on 34th Street, but below the Santa Claus and Home Alone, because I think those are both better Christmas movies. <laughs> right. 
we got to uh, reverse uh, our our wording here. Actually, I'm going to do this. This is going to tweak you out for a second, but. What are you doing? Bear with me. Oh, no, you don't. Don't do that. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Because we keep we keep saying, saying above, above and below, below, but it's the wrong See, order. I'm going to be so confused. All right. So confused. But it, Carl just flipped. <laughs> just inverted. Man, we, you are. We were working from, you from are, 25 I, to 1 with 25 being at, five the, being top at the top of the sheet. So every time we were saying we're going to put it below, we were we, yeah. It's really it being a, yeah. it's really above. I, <laughs> I listen. I I my hats off to you because although you're a dick and you screwed up this episode, uh, you are an absolute demon with Excel sheets, man. You were just like, <laughs> you think I am a demon? You should. My wife is a wizard. She knows uh, I, wizards I and like demons. Excel. I played with Excel for fun for different things for different projects in high school. You know, as you do, and then I for fun. I took uh, two two college courses on, for Excel when I was in college. Um, but I've forgotten more about Excel than I than I know. <laughs> All right, next up, we have. Oh, the nightmare uh, my before Christmas, Christmas vacation. Sorry, I need to move my Christmas vacation. I need, oh, okay. I need to move Home Alone above Christmas vacation. Home Alone is better in my mind. It is, yeah. Uh, next up, we have the nightmare before Christmas. Now, whoa, what? Why? Why does it keep? Hang on. Oh, because you don't know how to use Excel. Let me show you. <laughs> uh, no, I have no idea. I am going to. I'm going to put this above Miracle on 34th Street. I'm going to put it below Christmas Vacation, which is surprise some people because, you know, it's me. It's Tim Burton. It's Nightmare Before Christmas. But, you know, it it's although, yes, 100 percent it is a Christmas movie. It is <clears throat> not as it's not as much a Christmas movie as Christmas Vacation, the Santa Claus or Home Alone is. Still in your top 10, though. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, next up, I'm, oh, what are you doing with it? I'm, I'm moving it to number 11. Okay. Above so, Elf. Above Elf. It's better, it's better than Elf. Yeah. <clears throat> Agreed. <clears throat> Agreed. Yeah. Well, most things are better than Elf. Um, next up, we have The Polar Express. In the number five slot, I do not agree. Not, I've not seen this myself. Yeah, it does not belong there. Um, Put it all the way down here. (laughs) I'm going to put it. Where are you putting it? (laughs) Some of these are just getting crapped on by me just because I haven't seen it. I'm putting it just above the white Christmases at number uh, sixteen. I mean, I haven't seen it in a long time. I'm going to put it above Elf still, but below A Christmas Story. So it's in the 13 slot. Oh, so yours isn't far from mine. No. Uh, even and maybe m- maybe with a rewatch that would change, but I don't know. I do remember like seeing 
parts of it here and there and trailers and stuff. I always thought the animation looked weird. It's got that it's got that uncanny valley thing going on. Not even real unca- hard. like intentionally uncanny valley in yeah. a weird way. Yeah. Uh next up in the number 4 slot we have Scrooged, the Bill Murray sort of take hmm. on you know Interesting. Scrooged. Where would I yeah. put that? I'm putting it in the number seven slot. So it's above Nightmare Before Christmas, but it's below Christmas Vacation. I like it. Do I like it that much? No. I'm going to drop it. This is going to be a bump for Nightmare. I'm going to bump it uh, to where I, to the number 10. Okay. Okay. Uh, Next up, and this is a big one. This is the big one. In the number three slot, we have the Muppet Christmas Carol. Ah, yeah. So now we have got two Christmas carols. Yeah. Uh, This one is, I'm leaving straight right now. I'm leaving it the number three slot. It is, so far, it is the best Christmas movie on this list. Absolutely. Absolutely, it is the best Christmas movie on this list. Um, for this list, I'm gonna bump Home Alone above it. It's okay, not moving far in terms of my list. It just dropped one spot to number four, just because I've got more of a personal connection to Home Alone than Christmas. Carol. Right, because you actually that happened to you when you were a kid. Yeah. 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 And it was like the film for my family. Uh, in the number two slot, we have Santa Claus, a 1985 film that I don't think I've ever heard of. It has John Lithgow in it and Dudley Moore. Man. Huh. Hmm. Is this like, does this mean that the earlier Santa Claus we did is a remake? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, okay. Oh, it has Burgess Claus, Meredith Claus, in it. The movie has Burgess Meredith in it. Hmm. Am I hmm. looking at the same one as you? Yeah, 1985. 1985 directed by Santa Claus. Jeanette Okay, yeah. <laughs> however you pronounce that uh I, you know i've i've never heard of it um yep, so same. i'm gonna go you know i'm gonna put go. it above elf still because based on what it looks like it looks like it's probably it's probably a beloved you know great christmas movie yeah i don't know i'm I'm going to drop it just below trading places. Yeah. I've never seen it. I don't know. Not as good as Die Hard. Wow. I've never seen, I mean, I've seen Die Hard. Like it's got yeah. anything so, I haven't seen is going to be at the bottom of this list. You've seen Die Hard. Part so of you being know it's a great not a Christmas movie for me. There's got to be an emotional connection. Sure. Yeah, that's fair. And then finally, and Pete would be overjoyed. In the number one slot, and total bullshit, as the greatest Christmas film of all time? Love Actually? What? 
I mean, a Christmas movie, I agree. Not the greatest of all time. Good lord, no. I'm going to put it... Uh, I'm going to put it in the 13th slot. Above Elf and below this Santa Claus movie that I've never seen. Um, this has got to go... Pete's going to hate me. <laughs> oh, my God. In the 24th I slot? I, I don't... I don't even, if, slot. even though it's a Christmas movie, I don't care. <laughs> I could care less about something like this. I All right. Like, I, so our lists why? in order from worst to best. Mine yeah. is Groundhog Day, not a Christmas movie. Plane Trains and Automobiles, not a Christmas movie. The Railway Children, I don't know, could be a Christmas movie. Holiday Inn, The Holiday. Die Hard, not a Christmas movie. Bad Santa, White Christmas, White Christmas again. Trading Places, Gremlins, Elf, Love Actually, Santa Claus 1985, don't know what it is. Uh, the Polar Express, A Christmas Story, It's a Wonderful Life, The Jim Carrey Animated, A Christmas Carol, Miracle on 34th Street, The 1994, Mara Wilson, Richard Attenborough one, Nightmare Before Christmas, Scrooged, Christmas, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, The Santa Claus, Home Alone, and in my number one slot, based on this list, The Muppet Christmas Carol. Pretty good list, I yeah. suppose. Yeah. I like it better than theirs. Yes, I would hope so. <laughs> <clears throat> and yeah. your list? Uh, so my list from 25th to number one, Groundhog Day, Railway Children, Love Actually, Sorry Pete, Not Sorry, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, then Holiday Inn, The Holiday, Santa Claus, 1985 uh trading places and now we get into well wait then die hard which i have seen but there's still a couple films i haven't seen above it because wait that's not right because it's not a christmas movie i need to move that yeah but at least you know the other ones are christmas movies yeah die hard is a christmas movie in my mind though (sighs) so i gotta move it above the ones that i haven't seen so, Trading Places, White Christmas, White Christmas, Polar Express, Christmas Carol, 2009. Die Hard, Gremlins, It's a Wonderful Life, Bad Santa, Elf, Scrooged, Nightmare Before Christmas, The Santa Claus, A Christmas Story, A Miracle on 34th Street. Why am I saying a weird? <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> Christmas Vacation, Muppets Christmas Carol, followed by Home Alone. So our top two are the same, just, just reversed. Yeah, you know what? And there are a lot of movies missing from this list that should be on this list. Right? Like, I, I know it's hot take. I like it. Not everyone likes it. The 2000 Jim Carrey Grinch. Or even the animated, the Baz Luhrmann. Is it Baz Luhrmann? No, not Baz Luhrmann. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch? No, no. The screw original. you. Yeah. Um, 
Um, the, the the hand-drawn animated one. Yeah, but what's the... Boris Karloff. The Boris Karloff, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Uh, Spirited, with Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds. It came out last year. So good. So I good. I have that one yet either. Oh, don't. We'll watch it together. <laughs> you, need, what, you need me to email got, that to you? We got a laundry list. It's gotta a good put thing that in you're the moving home. <laughs> should, I, should I put that in the show notes? Like, what do you... <laughs> How do I how do I ensure that it's been properly communicated with you not to do something? Hey, um, uh, if my wife wants to watch with me, you're fair, out of luck. Fair, fair. I'll <laughs> drive. Let me know. I'll come. Um, <laughs> and then and then like all the claymation stuff, right? Like the, oh, the year without yeah. a Santa Claus. There's not a single Rudolph. claymation on no. here. Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Frosty. The, the Frosty. Like there's so oh, much. What's the the what the one about the the elf who wants to be a dentist that's that's in rudolph that's Was the that rudolph a- right yeah okay yeah there's a lot in that one the, the elf that wants to be a dentist the island of forgotten toys it's all oh, that's yeah, all rudolph okay. yeah yeah man what a shit list yeah i can tell you now that this what, was the okay. imdb list what's what's the one film the one christmas film that's not on this list that you would want on this list somewhere the jim carrey grinch the jim carrey grinch yeah and it would be in the top slot. Hmm. Yeah, it would beat nice. everything else out. What about yeah. you? Uh, for, for me, it would beat out everything else. Top slot. Christmas Chronicles. Yeah, I figured. Yeah. I figured. It is easily my new favorite. The, the second one, it got a little weird. It's not I as think. good. Not I didn't like good. the elves. I didn't like the elves. I liked the elves. I didn't like what they did with like the rogue elf thing. Right. Um, and, and, but, but like the way they approached the magic, the, the kind of different direction with the elves, yeah. it was, it felt a little tongue in cheek at times, like a little hokey ish kind of almost at times. Yeah. But I think that's, that adds to the kind of, christmas appeal of it well it fell victim to the same thing that the tim allen santa claus movies did right like the first one was felt much more grounded and took itself a little more seriously kurt russell as santa claus blown away and like so my my big things for this list were like i gotta have there's gotta be it's gotta be kind of that kind of christmas kind of story you know like kind of somebody's got to go through a kind of character growth grinchy to to christmasy emote uh mindset right but then the big one is like emotional attachment and this movie like i don't cry very easily but this one i shed tears for at the end like when the boy looks at the ornament and sees his dad oh (laughs) yeah it breaks me. Yeah. All right. Well, and and, pro- and probably like definitely not in the number one slot for you anymore, but should also ha- have been on your list would be Jingle All the Way. Absolutely. Definitely top yeah. five. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's not only it for uh, the news for the year. Uh, that's not only it for the episode that Carl kiboshed intentionally, bastard. Um, this is it fault. Take for responsibility for your own damn actions. The B team for 2023. 
That's it. That's all. Yeah. We'll definitely be back in the new year because there'll be some news to catch up on. Probably some new trailers to watch. We'll be kicking things off over while we're on our little holiday here. Um, what if season two will be coming out? And so we'll have to hit the ground running with that uh, first thing in January. And then like second week of January, Echo drops all five episodes all at once. So it's going to January, January, you'll be like, sick of us. I feel like Echo might just be like a one episode and done. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the opposite is true. I feel like yeah. what if might be one episode and done. And then and then Echo like, could be We did that with um Bad Batch. Yeah, but Bad Batch is a lot different than the new MCU show Echo that has Kingpin and Daredevil and We'll, well see. I mean it, it I I don't think you can do it with what if cuz what if like every episode's going to be different and if they do what they did last time it'll be an overarching story and well every show every episode is different that's how shows work that's what but an episode you know what is. i mean like completely different universe yeah like there's no continuity thank you so much for listening make sure you check out our facebook instagram and twitter all listed below we have a patreon page where as little as a dollar a month you can support the show get some fun perks in return including hearing carl and i bicker while we were trying to set up a <laughs> <laughs> a google doc slash spreadsheet splash tell us who you, know. you think is right somebody who yeah. should have organized the show better or somebody who was trying to be listen, proactive listen. i send carl i send carl every single link to the topics that i want him to have a link to and i didn't send him a link to this one and i started the thing out by saying i've not looked at this list yet i'm just going on the assumption that it's a good list or something to that effect is what i said <laughs> and carl was like do 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 i'm just gonna be a super sleuth and figure this out and then look at the whole damn lit <sighs> and we have well, merch i will say pretty much most of the things that were on that other list were on this list for months i don't want to know I think i'll there, never there know might be a few no few i'll never lines, know <laughs> i will never know i'll never know go buy our merch. damn fault Take responsibility for your own Buy damn our merch, and we'll, uh, Carl will talk to you. I'm cutting Carl off for 2024 or 2023. <laughs> yeah, for a year, over a year now. New, new co-host. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and you'll hear me once more with Pete before the year is out. Uh, and then aside from that, have an amazing holidays, and we'll see you next year. Toodles. Toodles.